0: You know, this is keep me free, you know, the best way that a person can stay free in Christ. See, we have to dial this thing up a little bit. Cause see, we've been, we've been lulled to sleep. We've been put to sleep by a lot of the church activities. And I'm talking to born again believers. See, I'm, I'm not talking to the world. So I'm not trying to convince the world of anything. I'm not trying to to convert the, the unbeliever anymore. I'll leave that to the evangelists. Now, if you hear this message and you want to come on in, then come on in. The doors of the church is always open. Jesus says that your time is always. It's always a good time to get saved. It's always a good time to get born again. But, you know, I, I realized something that there's there's something called the spiritual failsafe. You know what a, a spiritual failsafe is, is, is when you you go so far in the Lord, you can't go back. You got too much invested in 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 being taught by him. You can't go back. You can't return to a lifestyle, to a mindset that was destroying you. You can't go back. see. You gotta go forward. You gotta keep going forward. You gotta keep pushing in, see? You know, if I get the, I get the story right, if I got the story right, there was a, a man named Cortez. And when Cortez came to the new land, I got all the stuff unpacked off the boats. got everything set up like they could on shore, or maybe a little bit inside the continent. And Cortez said, burn the boats. I said, what do you mean burn the boats? He said, set the ships aflame. We ain't going back. We're here to stay. For you born again, believers, that 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 have gone so far in the Lord, that now He be He's becoming your all in all, which you're gonna go back to. See, you got to set some boats aflame. You got to set fire to the ships of your past, see. You got relationships to the past. You need to burn them. Burn them up. Set fire to them. You can't go back now, see. If you get a hold of this podcast and this podcast gets in your spirit, you can't go back to weak preaching. You can't go back to silly sermons anymore. that just tickle your ear, make you feel good, make you feel good in your sin. You know, a lot of a lot of so-called preaching. So a lot of so-called ministries just want to pacify you in your sin. Kind of want to make you feel a little better about what you're going through. Want to make you feel a little comfort, more comfortable in your rebellion. Want to show you how to be in rebellion a little more comfortable. Let's call this the Little More Comfortable in Rebellion ministry. You don't have to give God all of that. You know, God wants you to feel good every day. You know, Jesus likes the ebbing tides of the emotional life of a believer. He don't don't want you to be happy all the time. You wouldn't know what to do with it, see. He don't want you to be grieving all the time. You don't know how to handle it, see. He wants to ride the emotional wave of your life. Because you know what? Your emotions bring you into contact with the situations that's going on around you. You feel them. You feel them in your heart. You can't get away from pain. You can't dismiss yourself from the prescription that the world gives you that's painful. You got to take that medicine. But you see, the pain of the world... The sorrow of the world is on to death. It's not on to life. The suffering of this world is on to destruction and death. But the suffering in Christ is on to life, see? So when the Lord begins to pop that hand, when the Lord begins to chastise that understanding in you, When the Lord begins to deal with you, cause you've now made yourself available for him to deal with you. Who are you gonna go back and talk to? Who can you even talk to about it? As you see, a lot of born again believers don't even wanna enter into this position with Christ. It's too much for them. I talked about Mary breaking open the alabaster box on Christ. See, she couldn't go back. She was committed. How many of you born-again believers are committed to the Lord? How many of you want to truly change? How many of you really want to become have a new life? How many of you really want to live in a new life? How many of you born-again believers really want to live in a new mind? How many of you born again believers want to change your ways? How can you go from the raggedy to the rich? How can you go from the impoverished to the plenty? So you got to understand when you got born again, you got all God is going to give you when you got born again. You got all God is ever going to give you because he gave you his son. See, see, people think that 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 God meters out this thing in, in, in little tiny spoonfuls of this little tiny pinches of that little tiny this and that and this and the other. You'll never have more of Jesus than you already have now. So let's get that off of our understanding's plate. See, I used to go to church thinking that, 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 that what I had wasn't quite complete, so therefore I had to wait for the next dose of Jesus to come into my life. Come on now. I used to think that, that if I got a little deeper into here, a little deeper into there, that, that Jesus would notice me a little bit more and come and rectify my situation, come and change my life. I didn't realize that when I got born again, he changed my life already. what's missing? What are you talking about, preacher? I'm saying that what God has given you is is already in your spirit. That peace you're looking for is already in your spirit. That faith you're looking for is already in your spirit. That hope you're looking for is already in your spirit. That mercy you need is already in your spirit. That grace you need is already in your spirit because the Lord Jesus Christ dwells there by his spirit. So you got to realize that you got an outward man that's been suffocating your spirit most of your believer's life. Most of your believing life, your soul has been suffocating the Holy Spirit. Your soul got a got a bag around the Holy Spirit suffocating it. Trying to at least. But it ain't working. See, it ain't working. See, it ain't working. See. Because something in you is crying out. Something in you is crying out. Something in the born-again believer that loves the Lord Jesus Christ is is crying out. Can't you hear? Put your hand up to your ear and listen to the cries of the believership of Christ. Don't worry. This is the 18-minute preacher. Don't worry. I won't hold you too long, see. Don't worry. I won't bother you too much, you see. But see you. You've come to the place. If you've come even to this podcast or anything like that, this this that speaks on that behalf, you'll come to realize that how you gonna go back to the weak preaching? How you gonna go back to the weak preacher you've been listening to that just makes you feel good about your sin? How you gonna go back to the man, that woman, just kind of tickles your understanding so you can feel a little better about being in rebellion? How can you go back? What they got for you? What they got for you? See, I'm preaching to the ministering angels. I need the ministering angels to listen to this message. I need the ministering angels of God to listen to this message. I need the ministering angels of God to go out and find God's precious possession. And bring it up to speed. Because see, the Lord is coming back. The Lord is coming back. If he came one time to earth, he's coming back. It's not a mystery. He's already told you he's coming back. If you believe he came the first time, why don't you think he's coming back? Who is he looking for when he comes back? He's looking for that believer that's on their knees. He's looking for that believer that's crying out. He's looking for that believer that's trusting in him. He's looking for that believer that's in his word. He's looking for that believer who who he has, the believer that has made Jesus Christ his resting place. Who you think he coming to look for? You think he coming to look for that raggedy believer that's laying around? You know, there's a lot of fornicating Christians out there. And, you know, I heard one. I heard one brother say, you know, I, I, I sleep around, but I only sleep with other believers. You foul devil. I, I sleep around. I just keep it in the family of God. You foul spirit. I know who you are. I used to be one of them fornicating Christians. It was amazing to me. That anytime a convention comes in town, it's amazing to me that anytime a Christian convention comes in town and the people get in hotel rooms, you know what the, 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 they dial up the pornography channel. They, they watch more pornography than anybody. Are you oppressed? Are you suppressed? Do you all you have all these sexual desires that's oppressing you? That's suppressing you? You feel like Jesus Christ is suppressing your sexual needs? Is that what you feel like? Is that what you think? Born-again believer? Jesus won't let you do this. Jesus won't let me do that. Jesus won't let me date. Jesus won't let me have sex. Jesus won't let me find that woman. Jesus won't let me find that man that'll make me happy. What's wrong with you, Jesus? I think you too, you too, you too strict. I need me a more lackadaisical Jesus. I need me a more understanding Jesus. I need me a Jesus that's going to help me make it through the night. I tell you this, if you make the Lord Jesus Christ the centerpiece of your life, he will set the appointed time and send you the man, send you the woman that he has for you. He'll prepare them for you. He'll make your cause his case. He's a caseworker. Don't you know that God is a caseworker? Don't you know Jesus Christ is a caseworker? See, when you go so far in this thing and you realize that you can't go back, that's a scary place. It's the beautiful pasture. See, it's scary because, you know, you won't be received the same way. It's scary because, you know, you got to change your mind. It's scary because, you know, you got to back up and do something a little bit different. It's scary. But you know what? It's the pleasant pasture. You know why? It says that they go in and out. Those that find me, they go in and out of of the gate of the pastures. You see, they go in and out. You can come back in, you can come back in, see? You can come back in. You might tap back out, you might tap back out, but you know what? You got to come back in because you can't do nothing else. Who else is going to receive you? Paul said, Peter said, I think it was Peter, he said, who else has the words of life? See, see, Jesus had some hard things sometimes, and they said, and some people say, "I can't follow this man. It's too hard. I can't follow this man. I can't, I can't understand what he's saying. I can't follow this man. He's talking things that I don't understand. I can't follow him no more." So they turned away from him. Can you imagine people turning away from the Lord Jesus Christ because they can't understand? They can't follow him. It's too hard. His messages is too deep. And then Peter said, Where are we gonna go? Who else has the words of life? Where are we gonna go? See, that's a man that, that's burned the boats. Peter had burned his boats. And he tried to get back on them when he denied Jesus Christ. He tried to get back on that boat when he said, I don't know that man. He tried to get back on that boat and sell off when he said, I don't know him. And then he cursed those that said, You do know him. You sound like him. You have his you have his to- dialect. I saw you. Was I saw you. So I don't know him. See, that's Peter trying to get back on the boat. And Lord, Lord was resurrected. He said, Peter, he called Peter out. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, I love you, Lord. You know, he said, he said again, Peter, do you love me and feed my sheep? Yes, you know, I love you, Lord. And feed my sheep three times. Reinstating Peter. Because Peter had abandoned the faith. And don't be mad at, don't be mad at Peter. Peter is showing you that you can come back to God. Don't worry, I got less than three minutes. Peter's saying you can come back to God. You can be sorry for your sins. You can be sorry for leaving the Lord Jesus Christ. You can be sorry for not thinking like he wants you to understand his thoughts. You can reject the spirit and the mind of the world and come back to your Lord Jesus Christ. Put down that wishy-washy preacher. Fold up that wishy-washy man that's not committed. This is, this is those we're on the shore and we're watching the boats burn. You can't go back to a life without Christ as our sinner is the centerpiece of our life. We can't go back to a world, to the mind of the world. We can't go back. I'm gonna wrap it up. Don't worry, I'm gonna wrap it up because I don't want to sweat you too much. I don't want to sweat you too much. Ministering angels, let's finish. Come on, gather around this man, this man. Gather around me. Come on, ministering angels. This is what we got to do. Ministering angels, I need you to go out and find the lost that the Lord Jesus Christ has put his spirit in. I need you to go out and find those that have turned their back on Christ. I need you to go out and find them. I need you to convict them all over again. I need you to bring them back into the fold before the Lord comes back. Because if the Lord comes back and they're not in the fold, he will smite them. There's no guarantee. See, you know, the Lord will take away. He will erase your name from the book of life. Isn't that what he said? This thing ain't guaranteed. Keep on acting like a fool if you want to. The Lord will erase your name. And go get that brother over in Iraq. Go get that brother over in China. That sister over in, in Iran. And we, he will reveal himself to them. See, Peter... The Lord came and got Peter. Said, why are you persecuting me? The Lord came and got Peter. Why are you de- p- persecuting me, Peter? No, it wasn't Peter. I'm sorry. It was Paul. Paul was on the road to Damascus and the Lord Jesus Christ came and got him. He, re- he reinstated Peter, but he came and got Paul. Paul, why are you doing this to me? I'm going over my time just a little bit. See, when God comes and gets you, you better answer the call. When Jesus Christ knocks on your door, you better answer the bell. When Jesus Christ tells you, this is your time, woman. When Jesus Christ tells you, it's your time, man, you better answer. Stop running away. Stop denying the Lord. Give him his place in your life. It's okay. All that stuff you thought meant something, it didn't mean anything anyway because you wake up the next day and you feel empty. You feel like you did something wrong. Every time I used to sleep around, I felt I was doing something wrong so I'd have to do something else so I wouldn't have to think about it no more. I would do something else so I wouldn't have to consider the fact that I'm in rebellion, that I knew better, but I'm still in rebellion. Uh, forgive the 18-minute preacher. He went over a minute or so. You can come back to the Lord. It's not too late. You can burn the boat. You can get off, get off the boat, get on shore, and burn that boat, and don't go back to a life without Christ as your centerpiece. Don't go back to that life.